Hello Baggies fans and welcome to another episode of the Baggies podcast. It's actually episode 12 now. Uh, yeah, well, I'm sure you'll all realise what has happened yesterday. I'm sure none of you will be particularly happy about it. This month is a big month in terms of West Bromwich Albion. It's deadline day, I think that's next week, and we've also got uh, some very winnable fixtures coming up, starting with today's game against Southampton. I'm recording this just after the game, so I'll be able to give you an insight into what exactly has gone on in our 2-0 defeat against Southampton, and then we'll move forward and see what we've got coming up the rest of the month, because it's a big month for Albion. If we don't start to get points in this vital month, then I can't see us staying up, because there are very winnable games, and starting with today's, which was winnable, but ended up not being so winnable but we're going to talk more in depth about that you guys have been giving us your thoughts as well you've been tweeting us uh, with what you thought of the game and what you think is needed before the end of the window and we're going to chat through all that all in this episode of episode 12 of the baggies podcast let's get straight into it the baggies podcast on youtube giving you the latest news views and opinions on all things albion Join me every week for a new episode of the Baggies podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and YouTube. So obviously a very interesting game away at Southampton today. Not the best performance from the Baggies, uh, nor from Southampton. You know, pretty average side Southampton. Nothing particularly special about them, I have to say. But still better than us today. Still better than us. Still better than us by a long chalk out there today. Uh, I have to, firstly, before we go into this, I'm always this man's harsh, harshest, well, I, I say harshest, but, you know, I always give this man a good measure of criticism, and that is Sam Johnson, and today I have to hold my hands up and say a really good performance from him. Uh, I thought he was I thought he was quality, I thought he had a lot, uh, a lot of good moments in the game, I mean, I don't think there was much he could have done about either of the goals, uh, Sam Johnston... Uh, a, a very good performance for me. Quite a lot of saves. Quite a lot of uh, good getting down, getting down to his left and right to make saves. Something which I've criticised him for over the past week, actually against Chelsea. I criticised him for that. But I have to, you know, take, take hold my hands up and say he's had a really good game today. And yeah, let's just read out some of his stats. So he played 90 minutes, conceded two goals, obviously six saves, three diving saves, four saves inside the box, two sweeps, one punch four throws so you know it's a really decent performance quite involved probably the most uh, involved uh, out of the players on the pitch really uh, overall Southampton they were alright they 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 were compact they were nice uh, and they liked to uh, control the possession when they could they liked to uh, move the ball around pretty quickly and just wait for openings and, and that's what exactly what happened really uh, a goal from Musa Gineppo just before half time uh, settled off the game. Uh, Adams and Ings linked up, and uh, it, Ings tried to sort of um, play it over to Adams, and uh, it ended up deflecting for Gineppo, who turned away and scored past Johnston. Then, uh, after half time, in about the 69th minute, the ball was um, played over by Armstrong. And Romeo, like, sort of, he went to tackle Dean Garner, I think, or just get a toe on the ball past Dean Garner and ended up getting a big toe on the ball. And the ball ended up just flying into the net. So it was a fantastic goal, really, in the end from Romeo. Yeah, it, it's just frustrating because there was a lot of areas of the pitch where we were pretty pretty bad in today. I have to criticise the midfield. Uh, neither Jake Livermore or Romain Sawyer's um, uh, really stealing the show at all. The latter was pretty awful I'm afraid Sawyer's he has his moments I've said it consistently we need some energy in driving that midfield he seems too casual too 
a bit laid back for me. Uh, Sawyer's, I like him. I like his neatness of play. But the amount he got caught on the ball, you know, Ward Prowse, um, Stuart Armstrong, I have to give credit to him. He had a really good game today. Uh, a lot of running involved in his performance. The same with Oriel Romeo. They were a really good engine. It's not a fantastic Southampton side, but it's just annoying how they've beaten us because I can see, you know, I can match up a few of our players and say that some of our players are better than theirs and some of theirs are better, you know, it's an evenly matched team. We've ended up making it look less evenly matched. You know, you look at the stats, 62% possession for Southampton uh, compared to our 38. 13 shots for Southampton to compare, compared to our 5. 10 chances created compared to our 3. And, you know, so much... Uh, dictation of play, so much, you know, assertiveness to go and get... Um, get a win out there today Southampton which we just didn't show it's just sort of a lack of quality a lot of the time uh, you know there's lots of lots of different points in the game which we could have done more about Sawyers for me I, I'm going to go back to him and I have to give him some criticism here you know I do like the play I do like the player I like him as a lad you know local boy got a huge chance here to play in the Premier League and he's not really grasping it with two hands He's not going to get the time on the ball with, you know, um, hungry teams like uh, Southampton. You know, they're going to get round him. They're going to try and stop him. They know what he's about. They know if he gi if you give him the time, he'll pick a pass out. He'll dawdle on the ball and, you know, he'll have a, he, he likes some, as much time. So you know what Premier League players are doing. They're just running round him. I remember what happened. Uh, I know, I mean, this is a bit of a harsh comparison from Romain Sawyers, but Gareth Barry, um, when he came... Um, up against Middlesbrough, I think it was last season or the season before last, and we, you know, we know Gareth Barry is a guy who likes to, you know, if he was harried or if he's hurried or whatever, and if people are t uh, hustling him to get the ball, uh, he doesn't like it, and he ended up giving it away, and that's where he looks, and then he ends up chasing back, and that's when he looks a bit, you know, uh, off, off. To, uh, and I can compare that to Romain Sawyer's Middlesbrough got round Gareth Barry in that game, and they got right around him, and they managed to nip the ball off him almost every time. And they've done the same with Romain Sawyer's today. It's just a lo loss of possession, a lot. It's just, you know, when you're a midfield player and you're dispossessed four times in the game, pretty. No, no, nothing really that, you know, nothing that hard. Like, you know, if you're Southampton in the midfield, you've hardly had to, you know, really tussle with Romain Sawyers to get the ball off him. It's just sort of a poke past it. You know, he's dawdling on the ball, you just poke the ball past him, and then you're off. Yeah, it's just... Uh, Livermore has to be criticised as well, I'm afraid. You know, not not really up to scratch. I love I love his enthusiasm. I love his... um. I love his uh, grit and determination, but he certainly didn't cover himself in glory today at all. Uh, yeah, not really up to it, either of the midfielders today. But there are a lot of players who, you know, perhaps didn't pull their weight in today's game. You know, it's not just Sawyers. Sawyers, you know, he, he does get singled out a lot for his poor performances. Sometimes rightly so, sometimes not so rightly so. Today I feel like it is rightly so. But there's a few others that, you know, didn't cover themselves in glory. Robinson wasn't great, if I'm being honest. Neither was Carl Edwards. Oh, oh, yeah... Neither Carl Edwards wasn't fantastic. He still had a decent game. It's his Premier League debut, you know, his first ever Premier League start. You know, you do have to bear that in mind. Uh, yeah, Bartley, Ajay, not not fantastic, but okay at best. Uh, Pereira and Dean Garner didn't really turn on the magic like they like they perhaps did last week. Same with um, like like Robinson. You know, they we didn't really test McCarthy as much as we really should have. They've, I think he made three saves in that game, and you look at what Johnston made. 
drops to made six. So their goalkeeper made double, made half the saves that ours did. So that says a lot about, you know, how how we played and how we didn't really get up the pitch. Kravinovic made his uh, well, second debut. Came on really tidy. Looks looked quite tidy. You know, just trying to trying to. You know, he's always got that enthusiasm. That's why he's always one that I'd pick. I'd perhaps have picked him next week instead of Edwards, and I'd certainly pick um, either Sam Field or, in fact, uh, the lad Conor Gallagher. I think Conor Gallagher, I've seen on Twitter that he may have been ruled out for personal circumstances, personal reasons. So, okay, that's, you know, that's perfectly fine. You know, absolutely nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, yeah. It's, uh,. Yeah, it's, it's it's just not the situation you want to be in. Hopefully next week we're... Uh, well, not next week. After the international break, we might be okay. It's just a bit awful in the end. Um, we've gone and lost easily, really. You know, it, it's just... It looked a bit too comfortable for Southampton. Um, yeah, well, uh, there's lots of people saying Billich out. I wouldn't ever get rid of Billich. It's the board, you know. Surely you've got to see that the board haven't put enough money in to get stuff out. I'd love to see Grant in very soon. Hopefully, developments are, c are coming on. Um, yeah, well, people saying Sawyer shouldn't be to blame. Sawyer's is to blame uh, sometimes, but he sometimes deserves a bit of slack because he gets it a lot. There were some poor players on the pitch today. Uh, in fact, it was an overall poor team performance. I can't really single people out. Soyuz wasn't. Soyuz is the one that people go to, and he's the one that I've been to today because the game is is won and lost in the um, you know the, the game is won and lost in the um, you know in, in the midfield, and that's where you've got to look at first. And then maybe your defence wasn't great today again. Up front as well. It's it's a collective problem. It's not just singling out. I'm afraid, but Soyuz for me didn't have a great game. But it's not. You know, all his fault, but he certainly didn't help the team today enough as he should have. That's why I'd like to see Gallagher coming in next week. Um, well, after the international break, I feel like he's going to bring a bit of energy to the midfield. He he showed a lot of tenacity in that game against Brentford, which I really liked. I really liked the way he conducted himself, and he certainly did um, give a hundred percent in that game against Brentford. He like it was when he lost the ball once, and he went straight back after it. He was hairing after it, and he ended up. Making a sliding challenge, which where you know he, he won the ball back straight away. It's just that for me gives me a lot of encouragement that he's going to be a good player for West Bromwich Albion, and I do hope he gets the start that he so rightly deserves very soon. For me, he he deserves a start, and so does perhaps Kravinovic next game. If we play the same formation, uh, I'd love to see Hegazi back involved. Uh, not not in the squad today. I, I, I just can't help but feel like his time's done. I don't want it to be done. He's literally one of my favourite players in the side. He's uh, apparently been injured, but I, uh, that's been mixed with the fact that if they, he plays another couple of games, he has a wage increase, which I, I don't know why you'd leave your best centre-back out of the game. Um, it just confuses me a little bit. But, yeah, for me, Higazi is is one of our best centre-backs at the club. Him and Semi have to start alongside each other. I might want to try Branislav Ivanovic out maybe in one of the games, but for me, Hegazi has to play, even if it means you pay a bit of extra money for him every week. So, again, for me, Gallagher has to get into the side um, next week. So does Kravinovic. Uh, yeah, understandable if Gallagher's away for personal reasons, but I can't see why he wouldn't be in the squad. Um, but, yeah, not the best performance from West Brom. Uh, however, some transfer news uh, coming in. 
and that is with regards to uh, Karlan Grant and obviously we signed Philip Kravinovic earlier in the week which was fantastic but yeah we've uh, had some developments with Karlan Grant saying that we're plotting one final bid for him it's just you know silly really that it's gone on this long he's been a top target Bilic has said he's a top target for the past five weeks or so and, and stuff like that you know, it's it's been going on for long enough now. I'm not sure what's going on from behind the scenes, but Carlo Grant needs to become a West Brom player, and we need to get him get him into the side. Um, you know, he needs to get into the side and make a difference for us. Yeah, it's just ridiculous how it's gone on this this uh, this long. Um, apparently, we reopen talks. Uh, sixteen and a sixteen million plus add-ons is what they want. We just want to give them sixteen million. I honestly don't care at this point if it sends our Chinese owners bust. I just want the player. We need the player. The fans want the player. You know, we're sick of we're sick of waiting around. Really, everyone is, and we need we need the player ASAP. In my opinion, it needs to happen. Yeah, apparently we are just not going to pay the price for Grant. Um, it just doesn't... I just feel like, you know, the owners aren't going to go bust or anything. You don't want to spend the money on us. They've got so many other businesses. We're probably one of the least of their priorities, and I feel like we need to be more of it. It's uh, it's just awful, that the fact that we aren't going to... Um, Aren't gonna at the moment. Aren't gonna have go into the season with a striker. It's the fourth week of the Premier League season, and surely we've seen that that is one of the things that we need. Probably along with a, a fullback as well, if we can, maybe even a backup striker. If we can get that lad Diallo on loan behind Grant, that'll be a fantastic window. You know, in the end, considering budget and constraints or supposed constraints, you know, it wouldn't be such a bad window. But at the moment, it's looking pretty dire. I mean, the signing of. Dean Garner has shot everybody's expectations through the roof. Nobody thought that was going to be happening, but it has, and everybody's pretty pleased with that at the moment. He's done a good job in, in a few of the games. Not so great today. Did make a bit of a mistake uh, in the lead-up to the Southampton goals, but um, other than that, he's been a, a pretty decent signing. So you have to hope that we're going to bring in the players that are going to take us forward as a team rather than backwards, and you just have to hope that it comes around very quickly. Uh, I think maybe another loan deal needs to be in progress. You know, surely there's a fullback in one of the you know higher higher up teams that needs a bit of game time that we can give him some, something like that. Uh, but hopefully it happens to West Brom and we get the players we need because at the moment it doesn't look like we're going to stay up. Uh, I'm not sure if we are in the relegation zone still, but I will check that out now immediately. Uh, I wasn't completely sure whether we were still in, whether we were out of it. We're still out of the relegation zone, but I th yeah, at the moment we are. Lots of teams struggling around us. Man United are the are the team above us as well after their terrible five-one loss, uh, six-one loss against Tottenham. I mean. You know they're not doing well at all. Leeds, you have to take a model from Leeds and look at this fantastic play that they play. It's just the hunger and desire of Leeds. It's completely unparalleled to ours. But anyway, it's time to read your guys' responses and let's see what you guys thought of today's game and the transfer window. So the first question I asked you guys was sum up today's game against Southampton. The second one was what's needed in the side before deadline day. Three, what changes would you make for next week's game at Burnley? So C. Hawthorns has tweeted us and said, OK, for the first 20 minutes, once the first goal went in, it never looked like getting back into it. Number two, pretty obvious really, but two or three quality additions, including at least one striker. The bat line is nowhere near a resilient enough for the Premier League. 
absolutely. And number three, Sawyers needs to take a break from start and he gets caught in possession every game. The coaches must work on this surely. He won't have any time on the ball in this league. Not sure on the lineup for Burnley, but Branislav Ivanovic needs to come in. And new striker up top with two up front. Uh, I definitely have to agree with um, Sawyers needing a break. I think he just needs a couple of weeks where he's not the main midfielder. So at the moment he's, he's just being subject to abuse because he's just not playing well enough. And it's surely not going to be good good for him as a player and, and for his confidence because he's being made the you know the, the the player that's not been you know the player that's ruining the games. I wouldn't say he's been the worst player in the team at all. You know the 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 reason that we lost. I mean at all. But he certainly has contributed to it with his poor performance. So in my opinion, he needs a bit of a break from the team. He needs a bit of time away from the side. Uh, not 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 out the squad on the bench. Maybe bringing Field or Gallagher for him, and then maybe just uh, slowly getting back into the side. I think he needs to realise that his place isn't fixed in the team. The only players I think whose places are fixed in the team is probably Ajayi, uh, Livermore, Pereira. Uh, I think their places are pretty much fixed in the side and maybe even Johnston at the moment you know I can't see him changing him out but you know he needs to realise that his place even though he is a fantastic footballer and he is a local lad and people seem to like his you know his his passion for the club but at the moment that passion is not being exerted on the pitch so he needs to get that in his head uh, Paul Garber has tweeted us in and saying an uninspiring gutless and pointless performance uh, number two, he needs two. Stri- he wants two strikers, and number three, takes the Sawyer's out of the squad altogether and inject grit and pace into the midfield. I wouldn't say out of the squad altogether. I'd probably sound at the bench. Absolutely right, Paul. Uh, I bring in Gallagher or Field. One of them I know is going to do a fantastic job, and I know is going to give us a hundred percent. But yeah, thank you for you guys getting involved in the Twitter. Uh, make sure you go and follow us on Twitter at the Baggies Pod if you got time for that. But if you have enjoyed the podcast today, make sure you go and drop a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or YouTube and make sure you like the video if you're watching on YouTube. And let me know if you want to see more YouTube content coming very soon if you want to get, you know, check that out and you want to have, uh, suggest some things that you want to see on the channel. But anyway, if you have enjoyed the, the podcast, make sure to drop a follow, a like. Make sure to go and follow on Twitter at the Baggies Pod. Always looking for guests to come on the podcast and to come and uh, talk all things Albion. So if you have enjoyed it, make sure you like and follow the podcast and we'll see you next time. Come on, you baggies. I suppose it's International Week next week, so we won't have any games to, to, to look, but we'll we'll certainly find something to talk about. It'll probably be deadline day. But we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>